More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are back. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. And remember... If, if you missed our show today, if you missed the first hour, please, we encourage you to download the Truth app where you can listen to not only this show, but all of the 11 consecutive hours of Black Talk Radio, the only station that does that here in the state of Wisconsin for you because your voice is valuable. It deserves to be heard and you deserve the best information regarding you. Now, top of the hour, <laughs> we're going to get into a different subject matter. Uh, Telly, so apparently the Proud Boys leader that was founded to be the brains and the instigator, aside from Trump, on the attack that took place on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. And I'm just going, it's truth be told, I'm going to keep it real. When I saw the picture of the Proud Boys leader, I was like, er? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold, hold on. And, you know, I, I want to ask you this, Telly, because what I found interesting, in addition to his skin tone, what I found interesting is that as he was being sentenced, he was saying that he had been seduced by the crowd. He apologized for his actions and that on November 3rd, which was the day that the election results were, you know, obviously shared, uh, the, the presidential election, he said, I just, I just believe that the election was stolen and I had to do the right thing for this country. No. Interesting. <laughs> but I'm still processing no. the, this, his skin tone. Uh, you got a problem with Enrique Terrio's skin tone? Like you I, would I mean, think I don't have a, I don't have a problem Enrique with it. Enrique would be I'm just the shocked. leader. <laughs> I'm just shocked because you know what I saw that day was a, a lot, if not the majority, ninety percent of the people that attacked the U.S. Capitol were white men, and I did not, I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Telly? I didn't hear you. What'd you say? I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you were saying something. Okay. I, oh, I no, was no, looking no, at no, you I and I thought you were saying something. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I didn't say yeah, anything. Yeah, that, that he, based on his skin tone, I thought that all the Proud Boys were, and I'm just, I'm being, this truth be told, we're white. We're white men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Enrique Terrio is, is visibly not white. Yeah. But... He is visibly going to be going to jail for 22 years because that's what he was sentenced to. And he was one of the main culprits outside of Trump and the Oath Keepers founder, Stuart Rhodes, who was sentenced to 18 years in prison in May. And 
those two now for real for real it it has to be getting real for everyone that was involved on January 6th when a judge starts handing out 22 year sentences and 18 year sentences and if you're involved don't think they're going to go from that to oh we're just going to give you 6 months supervised probation uh those people are in trouble that was one of the most horrific things ever done in this country against this country and uh i <laughs> this is this is just amazing to me like all these cases and all these things that, like it's more behind just saying oh you know donald trump has been indicted four times like when you get indicted that means that the fbi and so much government money has been spent to investigate what you've been doing wrong oh yeah do you think they're going to do all of that and use all that time and resources to only come back and say ah he's good he ain't do nothing and and just so you know as of august 6th as of august 6th truth nation more than 1100 people have been arrested on charges related to the attack on the u.s capitol resulting in more than 600 and 30 guilty pleas and 110 convictions. This as is, you, is as of August 6th. And you got a nerve to be, uh, and I was watching a, uh, a news report last night, and one of the reporters were there during the sentencing yesterday, and he said that uh, uh, Torrio was, was crying and, and his mom was asking for leniency, and and uh, he said that was uh, a disgusting day in American history, but never showed any remorse, never took ownership of his part in this. Meaning, when you're one of the ones that is one of the main organizers of this, but then you come back and say this is one of the worst days in American history, like, I, the two don't go together. Is and, and then it was oh he he wasn't he wasn't present at the time, but they carried out every order that he organized. So I mean, you don't have to be there. And uh, what I and, and what I find interesting if you if you go to the internet and just type in his name Enrico Tario. It, it appears as though his birth certificate may have some inconsistencies because it says he was born as Henry Tario in 1984 or 1985 and was raised Catholic in Little Havana, which is a neighborhood in Miami, Florida. And, you know, he has an interesting background in terms of previous. Let's just say his record ain't that super clean. And I don't like to do that, you know, when talking about when someone commits a crime, because oftentimes that's the, the, the situation with our community is like, well, let's just, you know, go back to their record. I don't I don't know what led up to what brought him to the position of where he did what he did in terms of just coordinating the Proud Boys, because it's him and the Biggs gentleman that founded um, the, the Proud Boys and pretty much put together the 
rallies, including the Unite the Right rally, which took place in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. And, and that's when this that's is where when Donald Trump acknowledged them. Exactly. Remember, in he, his speech? remember, they were there to protest the removal of the Confederate monuments and memorials. Yes. And to your point, that's when Trump came out and, you know, supported. And stand that's what up, all they needed. Stand down, proud that's boys. That's all they needed. That's yeah. all they needed. And yeah. although Tario has been quoted as saying, I denounce white supremacy, I denounce anti-Semitism, I denounce racism, I denounce fascism. And he says, regarding his own ethnicity, I'm pretty brown. I'm Cuban. There's nothing white supremacist about me. So, again, I just find it interesting because even though you may not be, according to your words, an advocate of white supremacy or anti-Semitism or racism or any isms, you were literally driven to coordinate this attack with people who do support white supremacy. Because at the end of the day, when Trump didn't win the election, people were like, the country is being stolen from us. We're lo- the, you know, a lot of the, the, the Proud Boy members were like, we're losing our power. That is white supremacy. Hello? Yeah. When you're using words like, we're losing our power, you know, the, this president doesn't, you know, support us, and you're looking for Nancy Pelosi, and, you know, you're calling... Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, the vice president, Kamala Harris, the vice president, racial slurs. That is right supremacy. Yeah. So whether you and, denounce it or not, the fact that you were part of that, you coordinated it. Come on, man. Yeah, you, you got to do better than that. I mean, but here's the bottom line, Denise. If we've seen it time and time again. We just saw, saw it with Tory Lanes, and we'll continue to see it. You'll say anything to get out of jail. Man. Like, so, like, you're crying Man. at your sentencing. Were you crying January 6th when you were saying, when you were putting this stuff together and organizing it and making sure that your organization was where they needed to be? And if we need to storm the Capitol, that's exactly what we will do. We'll use force. All of this stuff, you weren't crying in. That's something my Bob you know, used to it, say. It's it like, different. look. Right. Yeah. If you did something wrong and then you'll be like, Ma, I didn't mean to. She'll be like, you weren't crying when you were out there doing that. So don't be crying now. (laughs) And you know what? Shout out to your mother because that's so real. It's like you knew what you were doing. This is where you become really vulnerable when you get punished for your actions. Joe from the South Side on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, says, I've been to Miami. Those Cubans treat blacks bad. Hmm. Tell me you're perpetuating a stereotype without telling me you're perpetuating a stereotype. (laughs) See, this is what I'm saying. Like, this this is the type of, like, because, you know, and I don't know how many times, Joe, you've been to Miami. I've been to Miami several times as well. Now, I'm not really feeling Florida right now. So I know I haven't been to Florida this year just based on some of the terrible decision-making that's going on there, which impacts my community. But the times that I have been in, in Miami, I didn't experience that. And quite frankly, 
I wouldn't make the statement Cubans treat blacks bad. I would make the statement that bad people treat people bad. Yeah. Like bad people treat people bad. And you could be white, black. And, you know, <laughs> I'm going to keep it real since the truth be told. I've experienced negative racial stereotypes from people who look like me, whether they were African descent or not. Yeah. I have experienced, you know, people treating that look like me, treating non-black people better than they treat me. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So it's like. And how does that happen? Stop. How, how does that happen? Oh. I, I, it, it, and and it, like, I, I believe even statements like that, that's how that continues to go on. It may seem tongue-in-cheek when you say it, like, oh, those Cubans treat you bad. But what if someone's listening and they're going to Miami in a month? Once they land, saying. what like are we, they thinking? And then, What are and they thinking? They're going to be like, Joe, oh, man, there Joe goes did, a Cuban. I heard they treat us bad down here. Like, come on. Right. And in all fairness, Joe did respond, I feel you 100%. So thank you, Joe, for acknowledging that. Because, again, yeah. but this is healthy, though, because here's the thing. Yeah. The more and more that we talk about this, Regardless of your position, the more it's going to I, – I, I'm strongly confident that it's not about solving it, but people will be more conscious of how that impacts other people that are different from them. Yeah, and there's such small actions at times, Denise, and, and that's the thing. They you know, may hear that and say, okay, I didn't know that makes – people feel a certain kind of way maybe i shouldn't do that or maybe i'll adjust and be more conscious of how my actions can affect other people and it could be microaggressive uh just by you know um clutching your purse or or being followed in a store like that stuff still happens Mm-hmm. no and, and you know it's happens. and and when it happens telly and this is where i hope that we as human beings understand that the ability to just experience basic human rights is is so impacted when people experience the impacts of racial negative stereotypes that's what i think like you have to understand like this is harmful because when you i'm gonna tell you how harmful it is the young brother who knocked on the white man's door on accident, he opened the curtain or opened the door and saw a, an image. It wasn't a young man or young boy. It was, oh, my God, he's going he's gonna to shoot me. He's a robber. And that young man got shot and could have been killed, but praise God, he lived to tell. Look at the black woman who was shot in front of her four babies by the white woman. This is all because of how black people are perceived and misrepresented in this country. And it leads to hate crimes. It leads to murder. And it, it leads to not being able to just have the experience of human rights. And, and that's and why, even, you know, it's important that we understand the impacts. And, and even if it doesn't happen to you, uh, Denise, like Brittany said, television, we black people watch television, too. And oh, what yeah. we see impacts us. And absolutely, honest, after Ahmad Arbery, I feel a certain kind of way about jogging in my neighborhood now. And I shouldn't mm. feel that way. 
I should and see, feel... stop right there, Telly. Stop, stop right there. That right there mm -hmm. is a perfect example of access to a basic human right. Being able to run, to jog as part of your self-care in your own neighborhood where you pay taxes, property taxes, whatever, and you can't even feel safe. Basic human right. You can't feel safe, not because of you being a bad person, but simply because of the images that have been perpetuated yeah. to perceive yeah. you as a threat. As a threat. I, I mean, I'm afraid to, like, say, for instance, if I jog past a house that's being renovated and if I need to tie my shoe, somebody can ride by and be like, well, he stopped at that house. Why did he stop there? And, and you all of a sudden a suspect. And you go mm -hmm. from, like you said, just self-care, wanting to get a jog in to – being in a situation that you never thought you would be in. And people think like, oh, man, that's being exaggerated. No, that's not. Because no. that's and exactly you know what, what that man was doing when he, he was killed, was, was freaking chased down and killed. Like, so, it, and if it can happen there, it can happen anywhere. And that's the mentality and, and let me you just, gotta have. Let me just say this, because I, I know, Telly, you're probably not going to say this, and for both you and Ben, let me just tell people who don't, who, who don't, you're just oblivious. Let me just tell, being a black man, going to any public facility, just the act, the simple act of parking. Did you know that black men will consciously park wh where they want to, but if they see a white woman coming out and it's nighttime, they'll wait in their car. Y'all feel me? I'm not even making this up because I've had a number of my black male friends tell me this. They will wait in their car and let the white woman just keep walking to avoid being perceived as an attacker or a thief mm -hmm. or a rapist. I'm not, y'all, it's not a game. Can you imagine you, everything that you do every day? You know, you just get to park and, you know, walk where you want to walk and go into a store and people are like, hey, how are you doing? How can I help you? And then a group of human beings have to make those types of decisions. Like, okay, there's a white woman. Let me stay in my car before she gets out. See, a lot of us don't even talk about that. And that's exhausting. And, and you know what's even crazier, Denise? If something happened, and you're in that situation, the first thing another black person would say be like, come on, man, you know better. See? Like, why'd you even get out And that's car? pathetic. It like, is. why did you even put it yourself... Is. And that's pathetic. <laughs> like, I can't go to Mayfair Mall at 8 o'clock at night when the sun sets and it's dark outside and just walk in, even if a white woman is walking in the same direction. Nope, I gotta wait for her. That sounds like Jim Crow. Yeah. And it's 2023. And um, yeah, and then if something happened, people are like, come on, man, you knew better. Or if uh, you get in an elevator with a white woman and it's just you two, and if something's said or something's done, it's not, oh, man, that's unfortunate for you, man. It is, man, you knew better. You knew better not to put yourself in that situation. So, mm -hmm. it, I mean, there's so many things just as a black man, you have to think about that other races, it never crosses their minds. And, and, it, and like you said, it becomes just second nature. On the yes. Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, Sherman says the black, women who, the black woman who was shot in front of her kids was sad. 
but here's what puzzles me. Why are none of the gangs that want to pull up on Charleston white people are there pulling up on the white women? Um, Sherman, if you could just retype that, because I, I, I don't think I read that in, in terms of, you know, what you were trying to say. Um, Grant, it says delete, but I think it's Denise that is spot on, or maybe Telly. Additionally, when entering an establishment, if I see a white woman coming out, I will just stand back and wait. After she passes, then I will approach the door and enter. Thank you for that, Grant. I think he was saying Denise that is spot on. Yes. Yeah. These are the things. And see, I know Ben and Telly, they're not going to say it. Because it's like, you know, but I, I just want y'all to know on behalf of my black kings, that is ridiculous. And I have to tell my son the same thing. I had to literally, do y'all realize how exhausting it is when you got to sit down with your kids and tell them the precise process, step by step, when getting pulled over by a police officer? Do you know how exhausting that's that is? A, to, that, because that is, that is a that, conversation a lot of other communities do not have to have. Do not have to have. And that perpetuates fear. And when you are fearful, you are distracted from operating in your power. So I, I just need folks that aren't familiar with the impacts of stereotypes. What black people have to endure every day by just simple acts of parking in the mall parking lot and walking into the store. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. On the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. We come back. We have some more texts that are coming in from y'all. Keep it up. We appreciate y'all. We will be back. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. You could run, but you can't hide forever from these streets that we done took. You walking with your head down, scared to look. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We want to continue this conversation, which has been a good one. And it all has revolved around stereotypes as well, because there are certain things that even just as black people, we have normalized. But uh, it's the stereotypes that continue to make us make the decisions that we have we have been getting a lot of traffic on the truth talking text line hit us up truth nation 833-212-1017 one texter says the thing is when i got older i started clutching my back pocket crossing the street and locking my door and making sure they notice it even going so far as to talk about how bad the opiates are in the neighborhood so they can hear as I cross every opportunity and I live in Glendale. Okay. Uh, you got to make that one a little more clear for me. Uh, <laughs> you got to make that We're going to get our valued <laughs> listeners good on these text messages because we want to yeah, hear your be, voice. We get yeah. that you text, but just please, y'all, so that we can read what you're saying accurately. Just do a quick little quality check before you hit send. That's all we're saying. And, and, and we said it a lot last week. We'll continue to say it <laughs> over and over. <laughs> we love when you are engaged in the conversations and topics. But if you're driving, it's not safe to text. Just use a hands-free device and hit us up. 
You can call us, and we can hear Siri, everything that you're DT trying to Call DT and Telly. Say. <laughs> Alexa, call DT and Telly. Exactly. I feel like Mike Jones <laughs> put my number out there on the record. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Craig, oh thank you goodness. for the shout-out. Craig says, happy birthday, Telly. Continued success. Aww. Thank you for being black male excellence. I appreciate your all contributions, your dedication to positivity, and bold commentary. Much love, brother. I wish you the greatest birthday. Craig, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate that. We we gonna make sure we gonna make sure we look. It's on on Friday, <laughs> okay? Because we're gonna have a special edition of Truth Swiping. We're gonna have a special edition of Truth Telling Hits with Telly. We're gonna have some great topics. We are gonna make sure that Friday kicks off your weekend right. But you definitely want to stay tuned today and tomorrow and again if you ever ever miss an episode please download the truth app you could check telly and i out you could check tori Lowe, sherwin hughes dr kennedy afternoon 11 consecutive hours of black talk radio this is the only station you're gonna get that live so we want to make sure that you have whatever you need so that you never ever miss a show and if you just want to go back and hear another episode that you heard before live the Truth app is where it at. And you can also watch us right now live on Twitter or YouTube by simply typing in 101.7 FM, The Truth, and you will see Telly's handsome face and my face looking like I just woke up. I'm going to tell you right now, the ladies who be like, I, I woke up, up like this. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you know you did not wake up like that. I keep telling y'all, I love some Beyonce. But while she was talking about all the single ladies, all the single, yeah, she's going home to Jay Z. So again, uh, y'all, right. hey, like you said, she ain't always. She been one hundred on point. One hundred one point seven on point all the time. Uh. You, the, a lot of these women, you know, these female artists, they'll be like, "Girl, get your. You don't need no man." And going home to one, and then here we That's are, right. single, talking about, "Yeah, yeah, Maggie, you right, yeah, Nikki." And they all got men, all of them. <laughs> Every last one of those artists I just named have boyfriends or husbands. Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, uh, Beyonce. Y'all quit following. <laughs> it's it's called entertainment for a reason. But uh, but let's not digress. Let's go back to the talk. The truth talk <laughs> I'm line. sorry. I had to get that off my chest. My bad. Keep me keep me in the right lane, Telly. I just, you know. Al, we go hit it. Well, Al will put us right back in shape. We know how Al Yes, gets yes, down. he will. Al, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What's your question or comment? My comment is, is please don't let one stereotype or many stereotypes stop you from living. That is a personal problem. That's between them and Caesar, Bujaya, or Jesus, whatever you want to call them. What they eat does not make you sugar, honey, iced tea. Keep on living. You know who you are from birth. But I wanted to make this announcement. Can you, can you white men, please stop buying prostitutes off of Titonia and Hadley? Thank you. Happy Wednesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you got me snorting. Oh, I don't even. I, I, I was like, Kelly, what do you have to say? Uh, 
The thoughts and commentaries from Mr. Al does not reflect the views uh, of, 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 of 101.7 The Truth. <laughs> you know how you hear that commentary before Let those commercials? <laughs> yes. No, Al is one of our valued listeners, and I know, Al, look, this is this is your station. This is the people's station. So thank you for always tuning in, and thank you for sharing your very extraordinarily unique perspective. All right. We got some good news for y'all. When we come okay. back, we're going to share this great news about a recent ranking that Milwaukee made. And it's good news. We come back. We're going to get into Milwaukee has secured a spot among being the more to come. Stay tuned. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth Be Told. With DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. We're coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Thank you all so much. We've had a great show. We've been talking about the impacts of negative racial stereotypes, particularly towards black people and particularly the stereotype of being lazy. Y'all had so much to say. Shout out again to Anthony. Anthony took us to class. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about like school. He took us to class. We had our notepads out. We were taking notes. Anthony, you can call back anytime. We were also talking about the recent Proud Boys conviction. So as of August 6th, 1,100 people have been convicted. Over 600 have pled guilty. And the most recent conviction was the co-founder of Proud Boys, who happens to be a man of, uh, he's from Cuba. He is not white. So I found that to be very interesting. Now, here's some good news, y'all. We got, it's it's Telly's birthday week. We celebrating all week. Let's go to some good news aside from celebrating Telly's birthday. Now, Milwaukee has secured the 20th spot among, quote, coolest cities in North America. A recent ranking by website Betway has placed Milwaukee in the 20th position among the coolest. Is that like literal? Is that temperature wise? <laughs> or is that like dope cool? <laughs> you try- I'm just trying to make sure. I don't know. I That's why I was, I was a little hesitant to do that. Because <laughs> we definitely like, are one of the coolest in terms of temperature. That's a fact. <laughs> and we definitely A20. We probably like number three. But no, in all seriousness, the criteria for being deemed a cool city includes things as vibrancy, excitement, and a lively atmosphere. Also, a thriving art scene, vibrant nightlife, and a diverse population. So these factors were all part of getting Milwaukee's recognition on the 20th or the top 20 or t- coolest cities. And we came in at a strong, strong number 20. Also, what helped Milwaukee score high? 
where obviously our brewing traditions, um, retail stores selling vinyl in the area, 55 microbreweries, and a number of authentic taverns. So shout out to Milwaukee. Also, did you know this? I didn't know this. There are 102 tattoo studios what? in Milwaukee. 102. That's crazy. I didn't know that. It's about and the same to number Betway, of taverns. <laughs> <laughs> now, in terms of the whole list, Portland, Oregon made number one as the coolest city in North America. Portland, Oregon. Okay. And What's the criteria again? <laughs> 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 I've been to Portland. Uh, Portland's cool, but I don't think it's the coolest. <laughs> well, it literally, it beat New York. It beat New York City. New yeah. York City secured the second spot in the overall rankings uh, with the extensive number of record stores, tattoo parlors, um, vegan restaurants. And then can you guess who do you think was the number three city? Who took the number three spot? Take a guess. Oh, gosh. Uh, with this list, I don't know. Salt Lake City? <laughs> your, former, your former hometown where you used to live during the COVID, during the pandemic. Oh, L.A. Oh, my God, Telly. Yes. I was like, hello. <laughs> yes, Los Angeles. Los Angeles took the third spot on the rankings of coolest cities in North America. And, yes, y'all, Milwaukee came in at a strong number 20 for the 20th or the 20 top coolest cities in North America. That's that's good news. I mean, you know, that's bragging yeah, it rights. It is. And even to yeah. back it up, I, I remember seeing uh, our own Carrie Noni interview uh, Dame Dash during Hip Hop Week. And mm -hmm. that was one of the first things he said. He's like, man, Milwaukee is he had no idea. It is n nothing exactly. like what people think Milwaukee would be. Because, I mean, being uh, someone that has traveled a lot and still travels, and you as well, Denise, when – you say certain cities or where you're from or where you're living. And, and if you like Milwaukee, people are like Milwaukee, you know, what's there? And blah, blah, blah. And, and they don't know anything about it. And then once they come here, especially during the summer, they be like, oh, my gosh, oh. Milwaukee is popping. And you know what? It's so funny because Dame Dash also said that any cities that have traditionally been described as whack, he's visiting. Because he was like, if Milwaukee is a whack city. I need to be visiting all the other cities that have been deemed as whack. And here, I'm just curious, Truth Nation and Telly and Ben. The Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. What are the top three responses, or speaking of stereotypes that you hear about Milwaukee, I'll give you my top three. Number one, you from Milwaukee? Do black people live in Milwaukee? That's the one I get mm -hmm. all the time. All the time. There are black folks in Wisconsin? I'm like, yes. Yes. Number two, I usually get this. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Minnesota. Uh, Mil where is Milwaukee? Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't know where Milwaukee is. They, they've heard of the Bucks. They've heard of Green Bay, but they have no clue. They think oftentimes that Milwaukee as in, is, is in Minnesota. Number three, this is the biggest one that I always get. It's too cold up there. There is no way that black people can live in a cold city like Milwaukee. How do you do it? Those are the top three that I always get when I tell people I'm either from Milwaukee or I live in Milwaukee. Now, bonus, yeah. bonus statement, 
And so Milwaukee, I'm just keeping it real. When I first moved to Dallas and um, I went to get my car service and I gave the gentleman my driver's license, he looked at my driver's license and he said, oh man, you from Kilwaukee. I was like, wow. So yeah. Milwaukee has a reputation across all the, the boards. But yeah, I just had to share that. Yeah, it's number one is didn't know that black folks lived in Milwaukee. So we got to do better, y'all. Yeah. We got to let folks know we are here and we are winning yeah. in Milwaukee. Yeah. No, that that's real because, uh, I mean, I, I get a lot of the same things. Um, uh, first off, it's, man, it's cold up there. And secondly, mm-hmm. what is there to do there? Is there anything to do there? Like, it just seems like it's in the middle of nowhere. And then thirdly, when <laughs> they want to. A lot of people don't know to, where Milwaukee is. <laughs> exactly. And then the third thing is, it's, it's uh, when they try to act like they know something about Milwaukee. Oh, cheese heads. Oh, yeah. And yes. Like, look, like, come on, and man. And let me like, clarify. <laughs> the people I'm talking about, Telly, are black. Now, yeah. anytime I tell my, my friends that are non-black, like white or whoever, this is what they always say, hands down, that are not from Milwaukee, oh, happy days, Laverne yeah. and Shirley, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yes, yes, happy days, uh, the Fonz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I like Milwaukee. Yeah, I get that a lot from my non-black friends. But think about it too. At least you, we uh, Milwaukee has gotten away from. Hey, that's where Jeffrey Dahmer's from, right? No, it's still there. Thank you, Netflix. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you, Netflix, for you know bringing that back to life. It's too. It's still too soon. It's still too soon. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm glad you said that too, because a lot of people say, "Oh, that's where Jeffrey Dahmer ate black people." I'm like, yeah. wow. Um. And to your point, and Grant also said the same thing on the Truth Talk and Text line, which is 833-212-1017. Now, Telly, you already know this infuriates me, but I, I have to take it. I don't get mad like I used to. But a lot of times when I tell people that, you know, I'm from Milwaukee, I live in Milwaukee, when they say this, I'll be like, I used to get mad, but, you know, I'm a changed woman. I'm a work in progress. So I just respectfully say, no, that's, that's not me. I get this all the time. Oh, Milwaukee, go pack, go, cheesehead. Gr- so let me stop you right there, okay? I bleed blue and orange. Okay, football season is here right now, so I'm not a cheesehead. Never have been, never will be. The cheeseheads are the enemy as far as I'm concerned. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just keeping uh, I, it real. So I get that a lot too. Oh, cheeseheads, go Green Bay. No. Yeah, I I get I get two things because you know people ask you where I'm from and where I live, and I'll be like uh, I'll get two reactions when I tell people I'm from East St. Louis. East St. Louis. Ah, Nelly. Uh, no, that's St. Louis, <laughs> Missouri. That's a whole nother state. <laughs> uh, and then I explain East St. Louis is in Illinois. And then they'll look it up, and then the other reaction I would get, East St. Louis, man, how did you make it out? Like, uh, yeah, like everybody there is just, you know, it's just a jungle, and, and no one makes it out. Like, stereotypes. <laughs> like, man. Stereotypes. Yeah. Stereotypes. We Absolutely. live and breathe them every day. Stereotypes, they impact everything from a socialization standpoint. If you think about it, think about how we as human beings naturally gravitate to things that remind us of us. And so anything that's different – it seems like we will automatically go to that negative stereotype and just put mm-hmm. that person, that individual into a group 
and it's just not healthy. Because again, oh, East St. Louis, you made it out? What you mean? But again, that right. goes back to what we see and what we hear on the media. That's why, again, the truth is so important because we are here to hear from you, but also break down the barriers of those stereotypes and most definitely break down the barriers of how it impacts our mental health. So again, congratulations, Milwaukee. If you want to brag about your city today, tell folks that according to the website Betway, Milwaukee, yeah. Wisconsin is one of well, the coolest, not temperature-wise, coolest <laughs> cities in North America. Hey! Well, <laughs> let me tell you, uh, speaking of stereotypes and, and not having your stuff together, now, we want to hit this really brief because there's it's going to be talked about for a long time now. But in the 19 defendants uh, that were indicted – in Fulton County, along with Trump, uh, mm -hmm. everybody posted bond. At least that's what we all think, and and they entered their pleas, and, and now it's time to wait for the next arraignment or trial or whatever, right? Well, mm -hmm. not so fast for one particular uh, uh, defendant, <laughs> and that would be Mr. Harrison Floyd. Harrison if you don't Floyd, know who Harrison so Floyd is, Harrison Floyd was the director of Black Voices for Trump. And he is a part of the RICO trial. I mean, the RICO case in Fulton County. Now, before... Everyone, I mean, each co-defendant turned himself in. They set up where they could go through the process and be bonded out, and they wouldn't have to go to jail. Well, somebody didn't tell Mr. Floyd this, and when he went to turn <laughs> himself in, they were like, hey, Palaya, uh, you got to stay. And he was like, wait a minute. Everybody else is getting in bond, and – and, a, and believe it or not, a judge denied his bond. Wow. So he is still wow. in Fulton County Jail as we speak. You know what? There's so many things I want to say, Telly, but I want to be respectful to this individual's family. And quite frankly, it hurts my heart to see any black man being you know, convicted and incarcerated. However, with that said, with all the love, <laughs> it's funny how you're in jail, mm -hmm. but everybody else is walking. Yeah. And I and, hope and that when you're correct. sitting in that cell. Yeah, let, I'm sorry, let me correct myself. He's out now, but he spent five nights in jail. Okay. Where even, no one else in, spent more even than in 20 that first minutes. Night, that's what I'm saying. Even in that first night, because I'm going to tell you right now, I've never did time or served time in jail, but it don't look fun. It don't look fun. And let me tell you, I, I, I don't know what his thought process was when he was in those in the jail cell for five nights. But I'm, I would be curious to see how he's thinking right now. I think he he's probably thinking a little bit differently. When we come back from break, we're going to wrap this up give you a preview of what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the week. 
Hope you're having a great Wednesday morning. Stay tuned. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. quick y'all my truth of the matter is this do better and I'm gonna do better as well in terms of judging someone based on the color of their skin and the texture of their hair or images that you've seen that portray a certain group as negative I'm gonna do better I'm asking that y'all do better because at the end of the day each individual deserves to feel love that's my truth of the matter you got the mic, Telly. All right. My truth of the matter is stereotypes. They have been around forever and will continue to be around when healthy conversations like the one we've had this morning doesn't exist. You can't shy away from things you don't feel comfortable about because you will never know what your actions may be, um, how someone else may treat your actions, meaning the clutch purse, the... Uh, getting out and, and and waiting for other you know people to go in just so you won't be in these situations. So stereotypes are around. You can't just say that it's not. It doesn't exist. They very much exist. They very much are alive. But again, when we can have conversations, healthy conversations like the one we've had this morning, I think we can move in a positive direction. Benjamin, what's your truth of the matter? Uh, truth of the matter is, uh, kill the stereotypes. Kill the stereotypes. You may be robbing yourself of a uh, of a fulfilled life, you know, because of you carrying on stereotypes. You might miss out on having a good friend, uh, a good black friend, or Mexican friend, or Asian friend, or, or a white friend. Kill the stereotypes. There it is. Well, it that's is. it for today, y'all. <laughs> Coming up next, we got Sherwin Hughes. DT and Telly will be back tomorrow. And don't forget, Friday is the official Telly Hughes birthday celebration. Stay tuned all day. This is the only place you're going to get live 11 consecutive hours of Black Talk Radio. We appreciate you listening. Make it a great day. Tell somebody you love them. And we will be back.